When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, your host, uh, along with Marnie Kinneris, best-selling author, relationship expert. All of those are amazing things. We also have <laughs> Steve Belanger, who joined us last week. Um, he's our awesome voice of man. Thanks for coming back, Steve. Great to be back with you guys. So glad you're, you're going to be here again today. And we also have Catherine Alice coming up in the second half of the show, who is great at helping people recover from heartbreak. Ooh. So I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that will find yeah. that very we're, helpful. We're actually going to talk to her about catfishing. And catfishing. Oh. Avoiding catfishing yes. and being misled online. Yeah. Right? It's only online catfishing. Yes. Right? Okay, yes. yes. So, yes. I don't know. <laughs> In real life. I am real not Real life catfishing is hard. I am not who I am. Sorry. Yes, that is true. Okay. So I am a 22-year-old girl. But I'm really interested to hear what she has to say because I think this will be really helpful because there's a, l- a lot more, you know, apps and online dating and all of these places where people can be misled. You can be a trickster. Oh, it's completely. It's so easy to be a trickster. It, it totally is because I hear about it all like the time. In my, all... Like in my social media, people think I'm cool. Right. You know, so clearly I'm clearly catfishing, misled. misleading people. <laughs> I, lo- I love that you use a word from like the 1860s West. What did I say? You're a real trickster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My old well, soul coming Well, out. for this episode, so I, I, we have a caller for the first half uh, who we don't want to put on just yet, but uh, we will in a second. And his, I'm not going to say his name unless he wants me to say his name, but um, I've been doing email coaching with him. And he had said, you know, if you ever want to dissect somebody live on the show, I'm happy to call in. So I was like, yeah, hell we do. We want somebody on the show. So he is going to call in. I've already been kind of advising him. He's going through one of my programs called How to Become a Man Women Want. Um, so hopefully he says that he's improved from it because if not, we'll edit that part out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have him on the phone and then we're going to analyze him and, and help him. Are you guys ready for that? We're sure. ready. Okay, good. <laughs> How's it going? Hot. Good hey. voice. Yeah, All right. Good, good start. Voice. Good start. Uh, is it okay? Nice. Is it okay if we say your name? Your first yeah, name? Perfect. And your address? Is that John. okay too? Okay. Unless okay, so four of your social Marty, you know yeah. people do John Doe, right? Yeah. Right. That's Last true. Yeah. John, can John be, is pretty safe. John could be anybody. Yeah. yeah. So I, so John, I was explaining that, you know, we've been doing some email coaching. You got one of my programs and are going through it. Um, but you wanted a little bit more assistance, which is why we're on the phone today. So I would, I would love you to, you know, introduce yourself and just, uh, you know, tell us what you would like our help with. Hmm. Okay, well, again, my name is John. Uh, I am 32 years old, recently divorced, and uh, trying to get back out in the dating field. Uh, one of the married? biggest problems I probably have is approaching. Okay. So that would be like approaching and holding a conversation probably. Okay. And what are the problems you have with those things that you can't do it, you get nervous? It's intimidating. John, do you talk to yeah. other guys? We talk to new men? Yeah. So then you should no problem. be gay? Whoa. No, no, I'm just saying. No, no, no I'm, I'm kidding, kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. If, if I get what you're saying. Like, if, if it's not a social thing. It's not like you're afraid to talk There's to people. There's less pressure to yeah. approach a guy. Yeah. Right. Just be like, hey. If you meet somebody's I, buddy from work, you have no problem talking to him and making conversation and small talk, right? Totally. It's the same yeah, thing, no dude. no problem. Just, just go talk to the lady and pretend it's a guy. And well, not well, way, what but... is it that you're telling yourself? Yeah, I don't... What have sex with her? Pretend it's a guy, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what is it that you're telling yourself? Like, what goes through your head? So when you when you see a woman that you want to approach or that you want to talk to, what goes through your head that tells you that you can't have the conversation, can't hold the conversation, or shouldn't be even attempting mm. to have a conversation? I think the first thing that goes through my mind is going to be that, like, if I approach this woman, like. I'm going to be bothering her. Okay. That, that, that's right. a thing for a lot of guys. So w- exactly. what would you be bothering her with? Um, 
just my presence, I guess. <laughs> Do you have a horrible? I like, I like you, John. I, you're, you're very uh, yeah. self-deprecating. I'm into mm-hmm. it. But what what is your presence? Like, I, w- I want to hear why you going up to a girl would actually bother her. Because, first of all, you have a great voice. You're somebody who's going through a program to better himself, which means that you're extremely proactive and you're driven to improve. Uh, you got out of a relationship that wasn't working for you at 32 as opposed to staying in it for the rest of your life, which means that you, you don't settle for mediocrity and can acknowledge when things aren't going right. The, all I hear are positives, and I've only talked to you for like what a minute and a half. So, what would what would you be bothering a woman with? Mm. I know what you mean, John, because I feel the same way um, when I approach people in terms of like my career. I feel like I'm putting people out. Like I don't want to. But putting them out with what? With me? With me? Basically, putting my needs on them, which they don't deserve like I look at it like they don't deserve my weight right now of my like, but why do you uh, I'm just trying to understand like where your head's at like and same but, with John like well, this is what so, you have to reframe no, and tweet this is what I was going to get to yeah. but recently I've been changing it to where I look at it as I can better help better them or Absolutely. give them some entertainment or brighten up their day so I've kind of changed my thinking and it's made it easier for me to approach people in my career right um because i feel like i you're offering something. i'm offering something not taking something exactly so john that would be the first step i would say for you i love what Kristen just said it really is reframing but you have to have evidence so that you can reframe right so so you know you're going through my program how to become a man women want uh and you know that in as opposed to my program how to become a man women don't want (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but you know that in that in the first you know part of the program it there are some guidebooks to be filled out but it's really highlighting um, the things that you find most attractive about yourself, the things that you can offer to people, like Kristen was saying, like how you can better their lives and how possibly connecting with that other person can better both of your lives or potentially not. And then you can make that decision once you're in the conversation. So what are the things that you highlighted about yourself that were freaking awesome and totally attractive to you? Uh, I'd have to say my education okay. is probably one of my biggest things. Okay. Um, I am a, I have a master's of science in marriage and family therapy. You sound like you'd have a master in science and family therapy. <laughs> you do. You sound very serious. I think this is one thing that we're noticing. If someone approached me and I'm not insulting you at all, but if someone approached me as dry as you are kind of talking about yourself yeah. right now, it wouldn't, that would bother me. It wouldn't elicit <laughs> a, gr- a fun response. Right. So I think, exactly. Right, yeah, I think you have to exactly. loosen up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the big thing I would throw out there is to just take the, the pressure off. Because I, I remember that from relationships and like you said, even in showbiz, like trying to network. Mm-hmm. Like you would put so much into this conversation. Yeah. This, like, needs this is going to gonna this make is the one. everything. Yeah. And, you know, it was, a few years ago, the, 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 flip, the switch flipped for me when I was like, just talk to people. Shit happens when you just talk to people. Right. You can't say that girl in the bar could be the one. No. It's just a girl in a bar. Go talk to her. If it's not her, it's going to be somebody else. Eventually, mm-hmm. something's going to work. But if you, each conversation is this monumental building up of your head. Of this person is like the one for me and I'm putting everything on the line. And and then, and then even turned inward. I'm going to bother her. I, I'm not worthy of talking to a person. You sound delightful. I would talk to you. Anybody wants to talk to you. For sure. But but there are like a few things go, like, as wonderful as it is. Like just go talk to her. That Like some people don't know how to actually do that. So you have to – it has to be broken down with here's how you talk to a person. Mm-hmm. Here is like a template for having a conversation. Here are the things that you, you could be talking about or how to make the things that are interesting to you interesting to other people. I like that Kristen pointed out that it is true that I'm I'm hearing and we that are I'm all sleep, hearing. That I'm sleeping. Right. That it's all like it, it's monotone conversation and n- not enthusiastic about – who you are, even about the things that you say are best about yourself. The fact that you think education is great about you, but it still sounds like there's either doubt or there's no emotion or enthusiasm behind what you're saying. What I would actually suggest for you is to sign up for an improvisation class because I think that some people who are, you know, very left-brained, logical, um, and who do have a a science background uh, tend to get lost in that world and and sometimes don't really know how to allow their funny side out or allow their enthusiastic side out or even explore what that looks but like But not for even them. enthusiastic 
playful. Playfulness, yeah. Because I don't want a guy to be like, hi, I have a science right. degree. <laughs> like, that's what <laughs> I picture as enthusiasm. Really? You wouldn't want that? That's hilarious. Um, no. If he was yeah. like, and then he, <laughs> yes. But I that think I'm be also funny. like nervous right now as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. which is understandable. So that kind of I mean, comes out. Awesome, so because <clears> I do think of myself as actually very humorous, playful. Uh, I joke a lot. You sound it. Um, I can <laughs> banter really well. Okay, well, then okay, you then have a good. million things going for you when it comes to approaching people because the people who can't banter, they that's hard when, you know, they don't know what to say next. So if you're quick on your feet, um, you already have – you're already above, you know, where you, yeah. where you feel like you are. Absolutely. So, okay, so from the things that we've said on this call, what would be the first first thing that you would focus on right now that you think would help you the most? Hmm. I would definitely focus on like getting out there and approaching more. For I sure. think would be the best thing. Yeah, getting over Maybe that trying to be a little bit more um, in the initial like meeting, a little bit more playful. For mm-hmm. sure. But here's something that yeah. I want you to do that sort of can be like a little bit of a crutch for right now. And you know, I talk about it in my program as well. Uh, I really want you to write down the things that we've highlighted on this call that are awesome about you, and keep like write them down and and. Take that piece of paper and put it into your back pocket of every pair of pants that you wear because you have to remember more often that you actually do bring something if to the table. If you wear only one pair of pants, that would right. really work out for you exactly. in this situation. Well, I, I do. So there you go. But 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 even if you just like touch your back pocket, you don't have to read it every single time. But it's really about like owning the fact that you actually bring things to the table and you have the power to select others to let into your life as opposed to always thinking they have to pick you. Because really, if you're going to approach somebody who all you know about them is that they have a pretty smile and they're good looking, the fact that you're putting that above everything we've already discussed about you, plus like the 32 years that you know, which includes way more awesome things about you, that doesn't really say a lot about you. If, if you're saying that a pretty smile and like nice hair is wiping out how awesome you are. So I think you need to remember that you you bring value to the table as well. And that's what you need to project to the people that you approach. And I think that that will help in your approaches if you couple that strategy with actually doing five to ten pro- approaches a day of people in general. I'm just curious. How did you meet your ex-wife? Through a mutual friend. Okay. And was there um, a moment? She was the one that like pursued me. Okay. Right. More than I pursued her. Right. So this is the first time that you're thrown into the Right. Well, this is not, this is like for is a lot of guys. They take what they can get. People in general take what they can get instead Lion of pack. going after right. what they want. So, you well, know, I think when I was younger, I went after a girl and uh, it ended like horribly. And so, I was kind of like, you know, for like, sure, you like PTSD. me, I'll take you. Well, it ended right. horribly. PTSD, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I mean, yeah, that's for sure, leave it leaves a scar really for bad. you. Yeah, yeah, but truly confident people, like, yeah, you know. Yes, a bad experience is a bad experience, uh, but they can slowly move past that as opposed to like living in that bad experience. Have you yet to approach anyone like this is totally new territory or have you tried it a few times and it's not really worked? Um, I've tried here and there and I've actually asked a couple of women out as well, Um, but uh, nothing really, you know, hook, line and sinker. Did you guys end up going out or or having communication? But uh, the I've asked two, two girls out. The first one pretty much told me like no, and then the other girl uh, said yes. But then when I tried to set up a time or date, like she was just right. I think and to be honest, like so. I think there's more work to be done on your confidence about yourself because once once you and actually I don't know how much of my program you have gone through, but applying the stuff that is in there and giving yourself at least 30 days to put it to practice, it it can completely transform the way that you view yourself and the way that you project yourself to others. And those reactions from women will start to change so that you're getting a more positive response. They do want to hang out with you because I'm going to put – I know you may be nervous on the phone right now, but the energy that you're putting out to me on this phone call, I probably wouldn't want to be around it either. To, to be honest, like I, I, I'm sure in other scenarios, you're wonderful, you're great with your friends, but I, there's there's something that I hear in you. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, and I don't – I want to be having fun. I want to be out being playful, especially if I'm in my mid-20s or something, you know, or even in my early 30s to be dating you. I want, at least in the beginning, for everything to start off with 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 fun and something playful and lighter. And it just feels like down right now. So I think there's there's work to be done on yourself that that'll help lighten 
whatever you project to other people, especially women. And I, I think it might be the, the buildup in yeah. his head. I, I mean, you can't watch, you know, Barry Bonds swing and go, I want to do that, and then take two swings and whiff and go, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Like, yeah. just go to a batting cage. Just go anywhere where there are women and talk to them and go in thinking, I am not going to meet the love of my life here. I'm not going to get a date. I'm just going to talk to women and it's going to be fine. And, and there's, like all, there's like something me. so powerful to really own the phrase, I don't give a fuck. Right. That I can't even tell you how empowering that can be. And the older I'm getting, I mean, I still give some fuck, so I'm still like, right. anxious and nervous, but I'm starting to eventually not give any. And it is like, you feel like a badass. Like, I feel like all of a sudden I'm wearing like a Hell's Angel leather vest and I'm just like powerful and I don't feel like there's any consequences to talking to someone because that's the thing is there's so many consequences like in your mind. It's like if I don't do this, number one, I'm going to feel horrible about myself. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm never going to want to do it again. I'm going to be alone my whole life. So you put on all these consequences. But if you say to yourself, I don't give a fuck if I am alone for the rest of my life. I don't give a fuck if this girl likes me. All of a sudden you're like, ah, shit's not so bad. Yeah. It's really re- – I mean, but then, you know, all of a sudden you sober up and you're like, wait, I do care. Everything's horrible. But if you can really own that in your everyday life, all of a sudden things just get easier. Yeah. You're and like, that's a- I'm going to die. Yeah. So why do I care? Right. And it really <laughs> is just about reframing the way that you think things and catching yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're like, okay, I, I'm going to approach that woman. It's going to bother her. And if you can catch yourself in that moment making that statement to yourself and notice it for a second, take a breath and then reframe either out loud to practice that first or in your head where you say, okay, I'm not going to bother her. I may add something valuable or, you know, she may be interesting to talk to or she may be horrible to talk to. I have no idea yet until I actually approach her. So that that the, even the language that you use to talk to yourself and about yourself becomes lighter and there's less pressure and negativity being put onto you so that you can actually have, you know, light, lighter conversation in your mind, which helps you project yourself in a lighter way. Uh, all, all of these things, I think, will really help you. I know it's overwhelming to hear all of this advice, but I think the, the first time, the first thing for you um, to do is to write down like 10 awesome things about you. Have that on a piece of paper in your back pocket. Even when you change your pants, change the piece of paper around and then start approaching five to 10 people every single day. Um, having that knowledge backing you up instead of the knowledge of I'm going to bother them or they're going to hate me or I have nothing to say and see if that makes uh, an alteration in in the way that you think about yourself and project yourself. And I what think are some really more help. things that that because Marnie's saying the list of things you think are awesome about yourself? What are some things that you think are awesome about yourself besides the fact that you have a good degree? And right. Things? Good point. Hmm. Uh, aside from like my humor, yeah. I do find myself funny, and I find other people funny too. Okay. Um, or people find me funny. Um, I'm actually slightly outgoing, adventurous. I enjoy going like and doing things with people, hanging out with people. Like I just got back from Colorado after like a snowboarding. Um, so those are all things that I yeah. like about myself. Yeah. Okay. He sounds delightful. I want to date this guy. <laughs> but John, let me give you, I'm going to change your filter. Can I change this filter just a little bit? Please. Uh, yeah. Those two women or whoever you're thinking about approaching in the bar, what a great filter that is for you. You went up to somebody and you said, you know, I'm this person, blah, blah, blah. And they don't they don't react to that. They don't respond. You just saved yourself. You know, if she would have been nice to you and you could have gone out with her, like if she is that offended that you came up and said, hey, you have a nice smile. I'd like to talk to you. And she tells you to F off. God bless her. Yeah, exactly. You can give a fuck about her and you can move on to the next one. Exactly. Because it's going to, you know, you're not going to match with everybody. Just think like, OK, right. this is a quick filter. And if it doesn't work here, I'm going to go to the next one. Exactly. I've been you, dude. I was you when I was 22 and I had no game and. He's like, well, yeah, I'm 32, them. so it's a little worse. <laughs> but, but I mean, now it's I could not give, 52. I could give 10 fucks, yeah. and I've never done. But I was in a relationship, right? Yeah. I, I think that that probably is weighing on you as well. The fact that you're like, okay, I was in this relationship. I may not know what I'm doing now, but also you, you, you have been a, a different kind of person for the past, I'm guessing, decade. I don't know how long you were in a relationship for or married, but when you do become single, you have to reinvent yourself. You have to find your single self. Like, do you feel that you've done that? Or do you still hang out with the same people who are all in couples? Or do you have a whole new single life? I have definitely done it. I've actually gotten like a bunch of compliments recently from 
friends that I have that are like, oh man, it's like a whole new man. Well, so. Really? Cool. So this is after yeah. you did my program. <laughs> I need some plug. It. Come on, uh, no. Yeah, it's, 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 doing it definitely. Yeah, no. That, but that's fan, that's fantastic. So you're getting the positive reinforcement. You are making the changes. You are being a proactive person. So I think uh, it's about you know being less hard on yourself and doing the little steps, which it sounds like you are doing. But really, what you want to focus on now is reframing the way that you see yourself, talk about yourself, and talk about yourself to others. Um, because that's that's going to change things for that next little hurdle that you have to overcome. And then once you can overcome that little hurdle of approaching women you're attracted to, maybe not having success with them yet, uh, that's when you can build up that confidence so that after the approach, you can start working on that process afterwards. So so right now the thing to work on is just overcoming this small hurdle of not thinking that you're going to be laying a ton of bricks on these women if you approach them. It's reframing the way that you think about that so that it's positive and not as overwhelming for you. Uh, and then after that, you can go step by step by step to to perfect and work on the other areas. But that's your first step. Yeah, and I think looking at myself kind of is difficult because I don't normally like kind of – try to identify attributes about myself. So Why? That's a little hard. Why? Hard. It was so easy. I don't even know you and I just like told you 10 things about you that were awesome. <laughs> yeah. So why do you find it hard? Um, I don't know. I would imagine that most people find it difficult to kind of like look within themselves. And Do you think it sounds arrogant if you yeah. say positive things about you? Yeah, I think like I had uh, kind of talked about like through the email is like I feel like I'm like the nice guy. Mm -hmm. And so when I like do that, it feels like, like uh, an arrogant or aggressive or, you know, things okay. like that. Well, so let's uh, – I, do, as I, I do too. Believe me, I come from that school of thought. I am uh, come from a really humble family and people who talk positively about themselves are assholes. But again, to function in the world, you have to have – you have to loosen up a little bit on that uh, mindset. And say, what's cool about me is that I feel that way about things. Right. So that's kind of a way to it's still maintain proud. who you are, like, you right. know, knowing that you don't like to be boastful, but kind of be boastful about not being boastful. Like, yeah. you know, there's a little irony to that. There's there's a fine line. Like, I, I've talked to a lot of people who um, are definitely they are arrogant like because they, they're not listening to you while they're talking about how great they are and you can you can kind of tell that it's coming from an insecure place or actually a completely narcissistic place where they really are not thinking about anybody else in the room um i can tell from the emails that we've been writing that that is not who you are you won't come across as right an so you don't have to worry about crossing that bridge yeah, yeah because if you just say to a person like i you know i love that I have a degree in science and marriage and family therapy because I get to do X, Y, and Z. That's not being egotistical or arrogant. That's being really proud it's like, of the things okay, that you've accomplished. The equivalent of this is like me being being nervous that just because I did good at a trivia game, I'm suddenly going to be like the smartest person in the room. You right. know, like then I'll never be the smartest person in the room. So you don't ever have to be worried about being the most arrogant person in the room. Right, because that's not who you're going to It's not be. who you are. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. And that will make a big – because I know that was a big concern for you of coming across as the asshole. And I typically when guys write that to me, I'll always say, well, are you an asshole? And they'll say no. And then, then don't worry about being an asshole. You're not going to There's be a an asshole when you start being, being more cool assertive with yourself. and proud. There's a difference between being cool with yourself and just being an asshole. And yeah. it's okay to be okay with yourself. Yeah. You know who doesn't worry about being an asshole? Assholes. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> There Absolutely. Very true. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, being on the phone with us, talking with us. Uh, hopefully, you got some information to work with and a little bit of direction. Were we able to help? Yeah? Yes. Thank you. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you, too. Right, bye, John. <laughs> All bye. right. So on our second half of our show, we have an amazing woman on the show, Catherine Alice, the dating and love expert. Uh, and she's going to talk to us about how to avoid catfishing, which I think is a, it's a big thing for a oh, lot of people yeah. because a lot of people are online and they could be quite misled. misled. So I, I want to you know talk to her about things to look for, uh, warning signs that you are being catfish. But we have her coming up on the second half of the show.
welcome back. Uh, we're here with, um, of course, uh, Steve Belanger, who's been our very loyal voice of man. And we have Catherine Alice with us, who is super helpful in the world of love, but specifically right now, catfishing. Okay, yeah. so tell us, how did you, wait, tell us about catfishing. What, what I mean, catfishing? we know it's the show, you know, there's a show, oh, there's a documentary. The it's a hit yes, show. Yes, yeah. So Catfishing, it was in when you're dating and you're misled online. Okay. And it's rampant. I've dealt with people who've been really deceived and, and sent money, and there's an easy way to avoid Stupid it. Stupid people. Yeah, well, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. know, it's funny when you're needy and looking yeah. for love, you well, can really do. create this fantasy. Yeah. And um, I think it's happened to a lot of people online. Yeah. M- more men or more women or equal? Probably equal. Really? What's yeah. the scope of catfishing? Does it also include just like, you know, using a profile picture from five years ago or six pounds <laughs> no, ago? Like that type of thing? That's different. If, if you're representing yourself, okay. even if it's Your an old picture, self? it's different. <laughs> that's not If you're completely catfishing. putting a picture that's not you, okay. a lot of people in other countries mm-hmm. will use it to get money. They'll have this huge ruse. For weeks and months, and then at the end, well, I need money to get my ticket to come see you. So they'll oh, lead yeah. them okay. on and on. Yeah, and, and they'll get them very emotionally entangled, attached. Yeah. And um, and it's easy when you're online to create this fantasy about somebody that's completely sure. inaccurate. Yeah. And so that's the weakness that people can prey on. Really? So how, how many profiles do you think are out there of false people? Like, do you know what the percentages are? Or Well, it's hard to tell. Right. Uh, and police it because people get more sophisticated as the early ones got caught. Right. And so I would say maybe 25%. That's a lot. Like I have guys who I have a – it's called like a profile analysis uh-huh. on on my uh, – as a service on my site. And uh, I go into nice. – Yeah. And I go wow. in to their profile and I'll read a lot of the emails that uh-huh. women send to them. And they'll usually say, well, there's this one woman I'm really interested in. Uh, so I'll go look at their email correspondence. And for me, it always triggers when a woman is overly interested and the guy's responses are totally boring. That I'm like, that's a fake person. Yeah. Like that you can see it where they're, they're – like like the guy will just say, oh, yeah, I – you know, I have my degree in science for – He talks <laughs> like John. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, my God, that's so interesting. I can't wait to go on a date with you. It sounds like so- – like, and she just goes on and on and on. I'm just like, wait, no. That There's no way that a woman would respond like that. So um, how, how can people – Actually, let me say this really yeah. quickly. I saw a friend of mine in New York recently. I forgot. I was like, who was telling the story? He said he got a phone call um, and he answered. He was like, this is Sean because he um, answers like that for work. And the person was like – it was a recording, but it seemed really natural. And she was like, oh, hey, how are you? We met a few weeks ago at a bar. And he, for a second, was like, well, I oh. definitely didn't meet. Yeah, he has a girlfriend and stuff. Right. So he was like, um, oh, okay. And then she was like, what's your name again? But he knew he had just said, my name's Sean. So right. then he was like, oh, there, this is a recording. Oh and so God. then he just got to listen to it go on. So I don't know why it's happening in phone calls. That's I don't understand crazy. That would, I haven't even heard of that one. Because yeah. people are trying to be really sophisticated for yes. sales of like things that trigger your brain to pay more attention and give you that five seconds that you typically didn't give in the past to telemarketer. That's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But so like for catfishing, like like what what are indicators that you are being catfished? If they don't speak good English. If, really? if, if their grammar is really bad, their spelling sucks. A lot of people's spelling suck, right. sucks these days. Right. But if, if it's not making sense and if they are kind of robotic, like you said, obviously not as enthused, right. uh, stock trade stuff, if they're any elusive at all about getting together, about getting on Skype and at least seeing each other or getting on the phone, get nervous. So seeing each other as well. So then these people will also go and have no, they won't. No, they, oh, they won't. won't. Yeah. Oh, sorry, these they're elusive know. about doing it, that. Yeah, they'll they'll they'll, 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 stuff, they'll right? almost like yeah, they'll set pictures and they'll almost. But then their Skype messed up, their internet messed up, and it keeps happening. There are all these near misses where you're supposed to see them, but then something happened. Okay. They're stringing them along. Meanwhile, the victim is getting more and more emotionally invested. Where do they find these people mostly? So through Facebook, through dating sites? Dating sites. Okay. Anywhere. Facebook, too. But are there certain I'm, I'm on Facebook all the time, and I will get just the random, like, once a week. Yeah, exactly. Just Me, too, like, and we're married. Hello. Oli, Oli Shakur Thalaka <laughs> wants to say hi. Say, hey, it is always so an Oli. Yeah, right? It's always yes. a name I've never even... No, I've had that, too. I and you wonder how they get those. in, because technically on Facebook, only your friends should go in right. your inbox. There's yeah. a whole other box where people... Have how do they get in there? 
And the, yeah, know. the chat pops up and like, I instantly yeah. delete Yeah, so now. there's some pretty big indicators. Most people who are in a good place would notice if you're needy about love or you're getting desperate, you want it so much you that you tend it. to have a blind spot. Well, yeah, I said sure. this before. Um, I like tried to make a joke about it, but uh, whenever I get spam in my email from a friend, I'm like, oh, I know who's really desperate right now. Because you know, if you're secure and stuff, you know that that email isn't like, ooh, I've got something special for you. You're not going to open it if everything's going well in your life. Right. But if it's going horribly, you're going to open it. And it's just funny because then it's made public to your friends through your email. And I'm like, oh, this person was desperate. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. not that funny, but it was. Well, yeah. well, so what, that what, what kind worse. of dating sites? Is it mainly on free dating sites? It's on all of them. All of them. And they can even get by the filters of the paid ones pretty easily. It's probably more so on Plenty of Fish, really? OK Cupid, the free ones. Um, but it's everywhere. Okay. So is it different for men? Like, are there different things for men to look for versus yes. women? Okay. So what if you were a man online, what do you look for that says this is... If they're like, showing a lot of skin, yeah, because that's that'll get a guy's attention. And so if they're showing a lot of skin, if, if they're if saying... they're a lot more attractive than you, and I'm not saying that to be mean, <laughs> but if, it's that, if that's the case, if it's this, like, sexy bombshell... And you're like a mediocre. And you're running messages like, hey, how are you? Yeah, it's just fake. <laughs> if you're a five, no, you're a five, and the tens aren't going to come Yeah, you just kind of have to be self-aware. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to approach if, you. If it feels like a, a fantasy. Reason. And that's one of the secrets right. is they're looking for what is the guy's fantasy? What do guys want? It's a willing ten who's into me right. against a lot. Right. Well, so then on the flip side, for women, what is it? For women, it's more successful. Like the guy's fantasy is this sexually available woman who's way at maybe what he thinks is out of his league, who just wants to do anything for him. For women, it's more security. If a woman's off, she's looking for security. So he'll be successful and want to take her all over the place. And romance. More, okay. you know, strictly romantic. We all, women tend to be maybe a little more into romance. What's is the- there something that men can learn from this catfishing that is going on for women? Because it seems to work for these women. Is there something that actually, like, great men can do? <laughs> that's a good Yeah. That's a good thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. so how can they present themselves in a better light but be real people right. to real women? Be emotionally reassuring. Be romantic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that only attract, like, the really needy ones? Or what, do you think that would work on on most women? It would work on most women. It's hard to generalize. And right. I, my whole gender, obviously, but in general, yes. Okay. So that's what they use. But here's the thing: you're right. They could attract a lot of needy people. Yeah. And for you sure. don't want somebody really needy. And so, you know, it's better to be yourself for sure. And whoever you are, the guy who's a scientist and kind of dry, there's some woman who eats that up, and that's her type. Yeah. So well, ultimately, I, I, I was actually blown away the other day. So I I work with this one. I'm not going to say his name, but. I worked with this one guy, and he was showing me messages that he was writing to this one girl. Uh, and I was just like, I would be so bored by this message. But there's something, like, kind of sweet to it, so I approved it. I was like, no, that, that, that's a good message. For you, uh-huh. that's a good message. And this woman wrote back. Because you're boring. It, this was, it was, <laughs> yeah. For me, I just – I was like, it works for you. You're boring. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it represented him really well. He mm-hmm. wasn't, like, trying to mm-hmm. fluff it up like he had been in the past. And the woman that he approached, like, it, it wasn't somebody catfishing – really liked it and like she just responded back to everything that he wrote but like you could see that they had all these common interests and it is just interesting to see you know what appeals everybody to people. Everybody likes something different too. Yeah. We're not all the same. Absolutely. So. But the thing that I think was consistent and is consistent like this is the first time he had written a message that wasn't trying to be something else mm-hmm. and that Attracted the person it that he shined. There you go. He yeah. owned himself. Yeah, he owned himself. Yeah. And I like that. I'm like, that would bore the pants off me. <laughs> but this is going to take the pants off her and make her really happy. Right. So it's perfect for but him. But it's not the bait and switch. If he was too lively in the in the conversation. Right. And then she meets him, he has to put out a truthful representation. Right. Like that's so. what we were talking about on you know one of our last shows. We had uh, Christine in our show from mm-hmm. Storyworthy. And she was saying she had talked to this guy who was really charismatic online and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then she met him and he was like a negative dud. And so it's just like if you're not consistent with what you're representing, it's like it's a it's an even bigger turnoff. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and you want the person who gets you and likes you for you. That's why I really don't like bait and switch or misrepresentation yeah. ever. Yeah. Because well, you're lot- not going to get the right person. Well, yeah. that goes to the, my earlier question about is catfishing when you put up an older profile pic or Right. Well, that's I feel another like that's just problem as bad as catfishing. You, no, you, you it's not as so bad cuz they're not trying to get all your money. 
or your True. life savings right. or you exactly. know it's There's not completely no dishonest but i always tell people be brutally honest and the people who find it first they're brutally honest they don't lie about an old picture yeah. their yeah. age that's why it's better they to are. set to set the bar low so just have like a mediocre <laughs> picture and then look like a bombshell in real life <laughs> that's no. what i used to do when i was younger that's an amazing technique because someone's expectations when those are exceeded like i remember i used to wait tables and they would for the hostess they would always tell them the wait would be 30 minutes when it was actually only 15 oh that's smart because then the right. customer would be like blown away like, oh, at wow that, you did you this know. for me yeah yeah that is under true. promise over deliver that's literally yeah. that's Absolutely. like no literally that's what you have to do yeah when i was although younger, i over promise and under deliver but <laughs> <laughs> when i was younger there was like a big dance coming up in high school i would have like two weeks of sweatpants like hair in a bun all the time like looked horrible <laughs> yeah. then dance boom bombshell mm-hmm. <laughs> now, but any I'm, other day I'm that would have been to... like just a normal marnie i'm starting to get a picture of marnie because you showed up yesterday for my show <laughs> oh we didn't have electricity i didn't exactly. get the shower baseball it's how i hat. work it how I Sweats, do it. Sweats, big ketchup stain on your, yeah. That's how I work well, it. Well, you here. look great anyway. So. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, well, I, I have a few questions from our okay. listeners, if, and you're obviously okay to stay and answer the questions. Um, so, hey, ladies and guests, this is from a woman. Um, I'm a woman, and I've been listening for a few weeks now, and I have some questions. Is it possible to move in a relationship direction after hooking up with no predetermined restrictions on the relationship? For example, we didn't say that this would just be hooking up. We just started hooking up. How do you bring up the fact that you're interested in a relationship early on without seeming pushy if he hasn't mentioned it? Adrian. Hmm. What do you think? What do you think? I think that just go with it. Don't even bring it up. Again, remember women go for security a little too early too much. And if it's going well and there's a meeting of the minds and maybe the spirits and the hearts and not just about the physical, then it could go. How long do you give that before you can say something about whether or not you are on the same page? Well, I hate to throw out anything because it's different but for right. everybody, but maybe four or five dates yeah. if, they, if they're dating. If it's for, just hooking sure. up and he's not showing much of an interest in more and being together, I would write him off. Yeah, that's a clear indicator. Yes. I, th- I think that people put, put out there what they're willing to give. So if you're, you know, being invited over at 9 p.m. plus and never, yeah, never being asked to go on a date or like mm-hmm. finding out what you're doing next weekend, those, those are clear indicators yeah, of where that sure. person is going. Do you think that it can ever be switched Actually, I'll ask you as a man. Can it be switched around? Like, are some guys like, oh, I'll just go with the flow. She wants to hang out past nine. I'll do that too. Can it ever be switched around where a guy's like, oh, yeah, I do want to take you out on a date? Yeah, but I don't think it's like, when should I ask him? Is it three weeks should I ask him or two weeks? Like, to you guys, like, as soon as you start asking the question, she knows the answer. Right. Like, if, if you've been hooking up for two or three weeks and it's not going further than that, it's not going to fucking go further than that. Like, no matter what you bring up. It, yeah. it is. It is yeah. what it is already. So there is no way to turn it around. Because no, I there totally is, but it would have happened. Like, if, but if you have to ask the question, can I turn this around? I don't think it's gonna. Well, what? Okay, so let me put a scenario. So let's say they're having a really good time hooking up. Uh, it's not going on for that long. Maybe like yeah, two or three weeks or whatever it okay. is. And you know, the next time that they hang out, the girl does say, "You know, I know this didn't start off going in the serious direction. It's been pretty casual, but." The more I hang out with you, the, the more I kind of like you. I just feel like as soon as you as soon as you start thinking, boy, I want to have that conversation. Like it should have already happened naturally. Really? I, maybe that's just me. I no, don't know. but the, you're a voice of man. I yeah. I've the, had plenty of those hookups where it didn't happen, and then yeah. but the ones there have been plenty of times that those have blossomed into relationships that when it's supposed to. When it's supposed to. But what does that mean? When it's supposed to? So like, what would be a sign from you that it was going to be going in that direction? Like you're both on the same page. Okay. Like it, I don't. I can't imagine a scenario where we would both be thinking that, like, but it's not happening because we haven't asked the other person. Right. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, if you if you enjoy hooking up, and it's going to become more than that. You want to. But as a man, how would you signal that 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 you do? Want I think to you spend more time. Else. It's not. It's not I just think... the nine o'clock phone call. It's the yeah. let's do something else. Let's hang out. Okay. Like, really hang out. Maybe being more into. Like they're already having long conversations, and maybe he's already offered to. You know, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. Make make her food while she's there. Stuff that are that's more intimate. I don't know. Make her dinner while she's there or something. Yeah. Me feed you. Yeah. No, me, I want to know. Like, you, it is, it is interesting because I am starting to do. <laughs> a, I'm starting to do more work with women now, and because I'm not in a man's mind, I am finding it challenging to advise them because I, you know, I don't know that. Nope. I'm putting out there 
what I want and that is not going to be changed. Where I think for women, it it actually could change if there was a conversation, if there was some boldness shown, if there was – for women, it actually it could be altered. Really? Because mm-hmm. as a guy, like I think if if all you've seen of him is like after 9 o'clock phone calls. That's what he wants. That's exactly what he wants. And that's what I I know, but I, I want to know if it is possible. So that's that's interesting to learn. And I don't, I don't think any conversation in the guy is going to go, oh, I never really thought of that. Yeah, I guess we could have dinner. Is there anything that the girl could do? Like let's say she started you know, pulling back a little bit. And yeah, not... say no. Don't pick up the phone. Don't give a fuck. And that would intrigue him if, more. If you answer the phone every time I call at 930 and you say, sure, come on over, why would I ever change that? Yeah, right. right? That's like the world's greatest setup. But, yeah. But yeah. could that change? So let's say you didn't answer the phone at 930. Would the guy just say, eh, I'm not going to call that, That's the conversation. Like, you don't have to bring up the conversation. Just say, no, not tonight. I'm not really into it. And then he's going to say, And see what oh, he does. Yeah. Like, it, he could keep calling. You know, he could be the fucking idiot Sisyphus who's just going to keep knocking on the door, trying to roll that rock up right. the hill and not get the answer he wants. But he's going to say, oh, you know, hey, how about we do something this weekend? You want to go to a show or something? But then is he secretly just trying to have sex again? Or is he like, Probably. oh, maybe We're I do. pretty sc- no, I, guys. No. This is good. I, I think uh, – that that's when he's ready to do something expanded a little more. Maybe it's not the relationship, but it's still moving in a better direction okay. than the booty call. This is, so, you, so as a woman, you have to put your foot down and just say, "This isn't what I want anymore." So I'm not going to if, give in to that. If you don't want it anymore, yeah, you can put a stop to it, but you can't say, "Okay, I'm only I'm, I'm going to pick up the call tonight, but tomorrow morning when we wake up, we're going to have that chat." I'm like, no guy wants to have that chat. No, it, it definitely happened not. Already. Oh, interesting. Okay, good. I like this information. Hi, ladies. Your show helps me get through my graveyard shift at work. I've always had a problem with talking, taking, sorry, taking that extra step to becoming someone women see as a potential date or boyfriend. I have a lot of female friends who I used to have a crush on, but one way or another, I just ended up being good friends with them. I'm five, four and a half. See the half? Uh, So I don't know how much that plays into it or if I just lack the confidence to bring out the right emotions in women. Could definitely use your help. Christopher... Uh, Estrada. What do you think? It's what he thinks of himself. Yes, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. a lot of five four guys who are catnip, and so it's yeah. not that. Who's that comedian? <laughs> that one? I swear to God, he's like four eleven. Uh, what is his name? Kevin Hart. Amazing. Yeah, he's so I would funny. Do I him put, in a he's second. He's in my pocket right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's in my pocket. Yeah, but did you see him like with that girl at the Oscars? Like she's really short, and then he was shorter yeah. than her. I'm like, you are a little man. Mm-hmm. But I would totally date him. In yep. a second. It's what he thinks of himself, not because he has money or pa- – just don't go just, in that direction, people. Just reading that, it's like, oh, yeah. he, this guy – He has, doesn't like it, himself. He has confidence issues. Bless yeah. his heart. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Chris. That's going on. You're not confident. you got to work and on that. And we did a whole show on why short, short guys get laid. Yes, That's exactly. They do. That. They do. Everybody can get laid. Yeah. Short guys, stupid guys, dumb guys, yeah. fat guys. As long as you're comfortable in your body. Exactly. You own who you are. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, girls uh, and guests. I'm a fan of the show from Australia. I find it really helpful in making the entire dating process manageable. Anyway, here's my situation. Backstory. I met a girl at a concert a few months ago, got her number and called her, only to find out she lived too far away from me to meet up. So I told her if she's ever in my area to let me know. Skipped it two weeks ago. I'm closer to her area, so I sent her a text. Uh, This... When I find out, oh, and this is when I find out that she is moving to my area. Problem. Mm-hmm. Question. Problem. I, I did, problem. This, I didn't like her that much. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's living around the corner for me. Uh, I meet this girl. We grab some food and walk, sit. Uh, he's very into like options. Uh, walk, sit in the park. Uh, whilst talking to her, I find out she likes to party a lot. I mean, rave attending, pill popping partying. I, however, am two years younger at age 19 and haven't been to a party in nearly two years. Wow. (laughs) I'm not into drugs, although I'm okay with them for other people to a point. I am really into this girl. She's very attractive and seems like a nice, funny girl. So my question is, how should I approach things moving forward? I find the drugs and partying a little intimidating, although I would like to start embracing my youth and having a bit more fun. Also, side note, a little off put by leg and armpit hair. Oh, <laughs> regardless of whether or not this makes the cut, I'm very grateful for what you girls do. Thank you, Jeff. Screw the drugs. She's got armpit hair. Yeah, that's weird. the real issue. Yeah. Okay, so how does he 
approach this moving forward? Uh, I mean, for me and my perspective, I would say move on. I don't think she's the girl for you because if you're 19 and you haven't been to a party in two years and it's not interesting to you, I mean, he did say maybe he wants to have more fun, but I know for me, that's not my scene. That weirds me out. I think those, the, that's but he's curious. He's curious, but if he's not into it, don't let her. Let don't let her intimidate you into it, and just find someone that might have more interests similar to yours. But if you're into it, go for it. Just don't let it sabotage who you are. I think that's really important. Good advice. He, it yeah. seems like he met a cute girl, and he's trying to shoehorn himself into like a relationship with her. Like there's like six red flags in there that he's not happy yeah. with, and this doesn't work, and that doesn't work. But she's got a pretty face and nice cans. Like you can afford. She could be funny. She could, could be funny. There's plenty. There's other when girls. you can afford drugs but not a razor, like there's something <laughs> wrong in she's your a priority free spirit. system. <laughs> oh, free spirit, my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, let's see. Oh, Catherine. He might be good for her. He, yeah, oh. he might bring her yeah. back to balance a little bit more, but, but I would do you say think it might at twenty one years it. old, you're looking for that balance. I don't think so. I think that some people have partied their whole lives and don't even know how to not party and have fun. And he might teach her that. That's been known to happen. So mm-hmm. yeah. So then, how would he approach that? So like, so the so he is trying to approach somebody who is opposite to him, but he he is intrigued by her world and right. what she has to offer. So they so, might loosen. He might be loosened up by her right he might show her a world where you can have fun without having to get blitzed out of your he's mind he's like see you take the razor and you put it on <laughs> yeah. your yeah. Skin. Yeah. i'm hearing nice quiet evenings in he could braid her armpit hair <laughs> yeah, right. you know, exactly. they could tra- be trade-offs exactly it could be i i, I kind of uh, agree with actually all sometimes of you, opposites attract like you both can't be the life of the party usually right. so you know maybe they'd fit you never know so how does he approach that then so that it doesn't come across as okay oh i'm intimidated by you and I'm nervous to say anything wrong in this this drug world uh, mm-hmm. but how does he still be himself I would start out spending time by themselves away from the party scene and then tell her I really believe in honesty and tell her I'm a little intimidated but it's kind of fun I want to have fun can you kind of lead me through a little bit Interesting. I'm a novice. (laughs) But also acknowledging, like, I I like what you were saying, the fact that he has things to offer as well. And it may not be that it's just, like, stability, which is never, you know, never sexy. Be like, I have stability. You have, like, fun partying. But there are ways to show your interests and the things that you own and like that can be equally as interesting to her. So I I, I like what you said. And, uh, you know, everything else aside that we've said, he's 19, right. she's 21. It's not a 30-year mortgage. Right. Hang out with her for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it doesn't work, you'll fucking you're like, this armpit hair thing is really yeah, bothering yeah, yeah. me. And then you, well, you can like, swing yeah. from one armpit to the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally understand being intimidated by a world that's foreign to you, but mm. don't be intimidated because you think it's cooler or that, like, she's really being a young person and putting herself out there. Like, you 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 can do the same thing in your own way and still be equally as cool. Okay. Hi. Love the show. You girls are great. Question. It seems that people who get laid are tall and white or black. <laughs> what about the rest of us? I'm Indian. Have an MBA. A great job. No accent. Born in the USA. Around 5'7". Athletic and probably rated an 8 out of 10 looks-wise based on the various dating websites I've been on. Uh, based on your last podcast, short guys have to have had wait have to have an oversized personality to attract women. Is uh, is it the same for minorities? Also, apparently, there's a stereotype that brown guys have short dicks, which doesn't help either. I've so never heard that story. Neither have I. Um, I did we <laughs> spread this out on our podcast? Okay. Note: Last girl I brought home actually told me she was not expecting mine to be as big as it was, and she was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. That, hey, there you go again, setting the bar low. Exactly. And then, whoa, it's. Mm-hmm. If she was expecting two and got four, it's yeah. still not saying much. <laughs> but still, she was happy. I, she's pleasantly yeah, surprised. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, the frustration kicks in when I approach, but the girls are interested in my tall white friends who have snapped up my openings more often than not. So what can I do to keep the attention on me and hook up with these girls instead of them being easily poached by my friends? Note, plenty of girls uh, to go around, so not jealous, just happy to be a good wingman. Thanks, ladies. Any advice is appreciated. Uh, P.S. I speak Russian as well. Russian girls are <laughs> racist as fuck. <laughs> FYI. But it's funny to call them out in their own It's language. all right. Mail order brides Raj. can be racist. We don't Raj. mind. That's funny. I, I, I like him. <laughs> yeah, I like him. I think he sounds like he has Oh, he's Indian. <laughs> well, then never mind. No. no. I think he sounds like he has personality. He so does. what you do is you use your personality. It goes so far. But he's saying, I'm using my personality, but whiteness and, and 
tallness still wins out every time. Yeah, I mean, the, sometimes the, it does. The reality is, we live in a speci- uh, in a world where certain things happen. Yeah, and that they it, happen to have personality too, and like we can't up your game. Then yeah, we can't just say, well, you know, no, that's not real, and you're great. That's not the case. I'm sure that they his friends do get laid a, a lot easier. But the bottom line is, you got to adjust to what the situation is currently in the world. Well, Catherine, what do you have to say? I say that the women who are going for the white friends are just not his women, but they will be. And again, he needs to own who he is. Yeah. The more he can stand in how great he is, it doesn't matter what color his skin is or his height or anything else. I Because he's vibing something out there that people are looking elsewhere, which doesn't matter. They're just not his women. That's all. Right, because they're not open to it. We talked about it on one of our recent podcasts. We had... um, Oh, oh, Ch- his name? Chase. His name Chase. Chase. Oh my god! Now I forgot my total From points. From the Keeping It PC podcast. But he was saying he's like some people are just not ready to date outside of their world yet. And like I talked about when I met my husband, I had only dated short Jewish guys up until meeting my husband. Uh, and so for me, when I first met him, I he was not even an option for me. Not because I didn't like him, because I was like racist, or because I didn't like date black guys. I just did not see him because he wasn't in my options for my expectations for like what I thought I was supposed to be with until he started talking But then to you me. married him. Yeah, exactly. And I'm go. happier than I ever was with any of those Jews. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, wow. Jewish. She I can, can say, say it. it. I can say it. Is that really how it works? And I, I want to be Jewish I know. I'm so, so I can so say like, it too. Yeah. I'm so like non-PC today. Um, perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys for being on our show. And if anybody wants to write in to our show, please write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. We will do our best to answer all of your emails uh, but I wanted to thank Catherine Alice for coming on the show please plug plug away on your magnets and your <laughs> <laughs> well my, uh, you can look me up at CatherineAlice.com my best selling book Love Will Find You look me up on Amazon I have a lot of books and I wanted to say real quickly you guys gave the solution right at the beginning of the show of how to avoid catfishing you what said well if you're in person it wouldn't apply get in person just right. use it as yeah. an introduction absolutely right. okay right. so nice. thank I you for that. having thank me thank you for being on the show you are great and this guy hello the guy. this voice of man yeah. <laughs> plug yourself tell them where to listen to you uh the gamut with steve boyinger right here on the lovely sideshow network for info on the show and uh, my upcoming show in manhattan this spring go to steve boyinger.com do you awesome. record from a studio there or do you have it from your home uh, yeah. I, I go visit people and do it on the field or i do it oh, over cool. at gotham comedy Club. oh very cool oh yeah. awesome yeah. i just went to gotham's um christmas party nice yeah i didn't see it were you there, there. No. okay all right <laughs> Is that in New York? It was, well, no, it was recently they had, like, um, yeah, they did it in February, their Christmas party. That's what it was last week. Oh. So anyway. Oh. Yeah. Uh, weird people. The Jews uh. weren't invited, so oh, I didn't right. see you there. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much to our wonderful guests. They were amazing. Again, write into Ask at Ask Win Podcast if you want your uh, questions overanalyzed. I didn't even uh, say that it was overanalyzed this. What is going it's on It's okay. With That's all right. We're losing they everything. Exactly. So hopefully you understand. Uh, and if you want to download new episodes of our podcast, They come out every Thursday, and I believe we are available for and on every platform. If we're not, write us and tell us that we're not, and we'll figure out a way to make it happen. Okay, and the last thing that I just want to say, thank you to everyone who's been writing five-star reviews. Oh, yeah. We've been getting a lot, and you guys have been awesome about it, so I really, truly want to say thank you. It really helps us in our podcast and our show, so you guys are awesome, and keep doing it. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see see you guys guys next week. week. 